So the last couple of days, we've been talking about purity. We talked about in James chapter 3, how it says that wisdom that comes from above is pure. We talked about how our aim or our charge in life is love. That comes from a pure heart and a clean conscience. Jesus talks about the the benefits that those to, that of the benefits for those that have a pure heart. We talked about yesterday how in Revelation, in heaven, the streets are described as being gold so pure that they're clear or transparent. We talked about how purity leads to clarity and transparency. And I was just thinking about these things, and, and this verse from 1 Peter chapter 1 kept coming to mind. Verses 6 through 7, it says, In this you rejoice greatly, even though now for a little while, if necessary, you've been distressed by various trials, so that the genuineness of your faith, which is much more precious than gold, which is perishable, even though it's tested and purified by fire, may be found to result in your praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So Peter's saying that our our faith will be tested so that it's shown to be more precious than gold. Our faith in Christ, our faith in this unlimited, inexhaustible supply of everything that God put within us. When we go through that fire, we learn how to tap into that living water that's on the inside of us. That's more than enough. It's all sufficient. One of the names of God. He's all sufficient. We learn how to tap into that. And that's more valuable than gold. I'm just thinking about all the Proverbs that talk about how much more valuable wisdom and understanding and knowledge are than gold. Also, our faith in this, what God has done for us inside of Christ. So much more valuable than gold. And it purifies. Fire purifies. I'm thinking of the the times in the Old Testament. When the soldiers would go to battle. And they would come back with the spoils of the battle. And certain things had to pass through the fire to be purified. Before they could be brought into the camp. They could be considered the people's. Fire is a purifier. Purifies our faith. Let's, faith let's us know what we have. And so we're going to take communion over this today. Just asking God to give us wisdom and understanding of these verses for us. And how to apply that. But let's get started with the daily prayer. And then we'll get into our time of communion after that. Heavenly Father, I pray for everybody who's watching or listening their families, their friends, everybody connected to them, and all of our church and governmental leaders. And I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear Son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. And that Jesus was struck down, he was smitten, bruised and pierced and crushed and destroyed, also that you can be on our side, that you could be fighting for us. And I keep asking that you, the Father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you more and more. 
that the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you called us and the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe, the same power that you exercised in Christ. When you raised him from the dead, you seated him at your right hand in heavenly places. Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us and to make your face shine upon us. Let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive everything you've given us in Christ and to let it flow through us so that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today and help us make the most of those opportunities. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes and do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And I ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So, Father, we just thank you for all these great and precious promises. We thank you that our faith is more precious than gold. And that we can trust if we're going through some things. It really is just purifying our hearts, purifying our motives, purifying our desires, showing us how valuable our faith is, purifying us. So then we come out on the other side, what we have is so much more valuable than gold. Clear, transparent, beautiful. And Father, we thank you the night Jesus was betrayed. He took the bread. And he said, this is my body. Broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Father, we get this opportunity today. To remember, we've been made one with you. Through the sacrifice of Jesus, we've got all these great, precious promises. And so I thank you for this bread and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. Let's go and take our bread. <clears throat> so I'm just thinking of a verse. I think it's in Psalms. I forget the reference, but it goes something like, We went through fire and water. But you, Lord, on the other side, you brought us to this spacious, to this abundant place. We went through fire and water to get there. I find it interesting, you know, Jesus says we've got to go through two baptisms. Baptized with water, baptized with fire. And then after supper, Jesus took the cup. And he said, this is the cup of the new covenant. 
in my blood poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. We get to have this covenant relationship with you, Father. We get to come around the table with you, a partnership with you, an agreement with you. As I heard one of our local pastors say recently, he said, a covenant is like a, a contract or a partnership or an agreement on steroids. So you know how I like that. A contract on steroids. We have a, a contract on steroids with God. We've got a partnership with him. I don't know if you know, but God's given us some amazing promises in this new covenant. He's bound himself to only do continually good for us all the time. To just keep doing good. And it's an interesting thing. When, when we mess up, we repent, we turn back, and we realize that God's been trying to help us all along. Even when we miss it, it just makes us understand his grace and his love that much more. It just teaches us about his grace. We just understand how, how good he is. What a covenant we have. Covenant of love and peace, grace, forgiveness. All these good things. And so, Father, I just, I thank you for this cup and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. Let's go ahead and take our juice. All right, let's talk about some health and fitness stuff. I know for a lot of people, it might sound weird. We're doing health and fitness stuff after we do communion. But we combine these three things together. We combine daily prayer, the daily prayer that we have that we prayed earlier, with daily communion meditation, and then exercising our faith daily. I think of physical exercise is kind of like a parable for exercising our faith. Now, are you supposed to exercise your faith two days a week or three days a week? That's what the world has taught us to do with our physical bodies. I think it's supposed to be something we're doing every day. And when we learn how to exercise it God's way, because the world has taught us this system for health and fitness is really not God's way. Beating the body down, tearing it down, workouts are this miserable thing. But when we, when we, when we renew our minds to it, we're supposed to cherish and honor and care for our bodies like God's temple. Taking a more gentle approach. Physical exercise is supposed to be one of the greatest just times to commune and connect with God. To experience his power flowing through you. To allow him to do that work. It's a time to remember. It's a time for so, so many great things. It's what it's turned into for me. Now, if you'd like to learn more about all that, you got a new book coming out called Make Today a Masterpiece. We talk about the synergy that happens with those three habits. Daily prayer, daily communion meditation, exercising your faith daily as symbolic through physical workouts. We talk about how to do that, how to walk these things out. It's just there's a synergy that happens when you put these three things together. It's hard to put into words. You have to experience it for yourself. But the new book on that is coming up sometime very soon here. We got a live training we're going to be doing on that soon as well. We're going to walk through the book. We're going to walk through these habits, how to how to develop them in your life. Because I believe if you'll make the covenant commitment to those habits, just like God made a covenant commitment 
to us to continually do good for us. If you'll make that covenant commitment to him, you'll be amazed at what will happen. And the beautiful thing is we can decide, we can make that commitment. And then we can trust in him to help us sustain it. Because let's face it, to, to walk out those habits for weeks, months, years, maybe decades or more, consistently, it's going to take some help. We need God sustaining it for us. We're going to turn that over to him. And he's going to help us sustain these habits. If you'd like to learn more about that, I would just love to have the opportunity to teach you some of these things. I think it'll just make a huge difference in how you experience today. So you can make today a masterpiece. You can master the moments of today. If you'd like to learn more about that, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.